Your website should be a money-making machine. And today we are going to give you the practical tips that you can begin applying immediately to your website. And it's going to be easy and it will work. I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I'm your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Oh, hi, JJ. April. Yes. How much shopping do you do on the web? Um... A lot. All of it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I rarely leave my house, so I would say um, almost 99%. Yeah. I think a lot of people, especially in this past year and a half, have moved more towards shopping online, which means websites are more important than ever. And did you know that before the pandemic, less than 50% of small businesses had a website? What? Yeah. Less than 50%? I read that statistic and I'm like, you have to have a website. You have to have a website. I totally agree. If you are listening and do not have a website, then this episode is for you because we are going to talk about websites. You need a website. Listen up, buttercups. Here we go. (laughs) Website. You've got to have one. I'm sorry. It's tough love. It's tough love time. We from apes in the jage. From apes in the jage, <laughs> we're giving you tough love here because you need a website. Now, not only do you need a website, but you need a good website because the problem is that so many companies are not doing it right. <laughs> oh, there are so many bad websites. Yeah, there's a lot of bad websites. A lot of people put them up and they act like they're just digital billboards, right? They're almost like a business card. But your website should be making you lots of money. And if it is not, there are probably some things wrong with it that you need to fix. Because here's a few more statistics about websites. And, and let me just uh, pop quiz, April. Oh, ready pop, for this? okay. Pop All right. I'm ready. How long do you think somebody spends on a website reading copy? Well, for me and my own experience, it is very short. Yeah. Very short. Give me a guess. Give me a guess. Um, my like two seconds. Ooh, okay. So people make first impressions on websites within about two seconds. Oh my goodness. Wow. And basically, I mean, they can, they actually do it faster looking at your images, but when they're looking at the words on your website, they decide whether they like or do not like your website within about two seconds. It's actually about (laughs) 2.6. 2.6 seconds. Yeah. That's the amount of time you have to get people's attention. And then after that, they'll spend a little bit more time reading your content. How much time do you think they spend reading your content? Um, I mean, if I'm just swiping through that website looking for my pertinent information, I'm going to say like 10 seconds, 30 seconds. Oh, way. That's way too high. (gasps) 5.59 seconds. We are moving fast. People as are a moving human fast race. these days. And in fact, 80% of people who visit your website are only reading the headline that you have in each section. Mm. That's it. Only 20% read anything more. That means your website needs to be so clear that nobody has any confusion about what they're looking at when they come to your website, and it needs to be compelling. That's right. They're making their buying decision based on an online presence these days. They want to go. They want to see what you're all about. 
And they also want to see what reviews that you have, because of course they're looking for social proof. Who else out there has interacted with this brand? So at StoryBrand, we've worked with thousands of companies and looked at thousands of websites. And there are some common problems that so many of them have. Uh, They use way too much language in the header and on their overall website. They use inside language. The call to action buttons are passive or they don't even exist. In fact, did you know that 70% of small businesses don't even have a call to action on their front page? Oh, it's a tragedy. And they're not selling anything when they do that. The images don't connect with their customer's success. They try to be cute and clever instead of being clear. All of these things are costing you money. And so today, if you need help with your website, This episode is for you because we are walking through the Marketing Made Simple sales funnel in this series. And the sales funnel is made up of five essential pieces of marketing you need to connect with customers and grow your business. Last week, we talked about the one-liner. This week, we're talking about your website. And so we want to give you some very simple and practical steps to make your website easy to create and make it work better for you. So Dr. JJ, I think it would be so helpful to give everybody an idea of what sections they should include on their website. Yes, so there are a number of different sections that we believe you should have on your website. And I'm going to give you kind of an overview of all of those sections and then focus on what I believe is the most important part of your website. So the different sections that you want to have on your website start with the header, which is just the top section of your website. Right underneath that, you want a section that we call the stakes section. So this is the section of your website which you explain what you are saving customers from. So you might ask questions like, are you tired of, or are you worried about, or do you want to stop? You know, you're basically just using language that shows customers the pain you're preventing them experiencing. And this is connected to the failure section of the brand script. Yes, and the brand script is what we we talked about in our last series, which is a tool that we use to track your brand story, where all of your messaging is one place. So in the stake section of your website, you actually want to pull from the failure section and the problem section of your brand script. The third section is the value proposition. This section of the website is where you talk about the value that your product or service has by listing the benefits. A lot of people just list the features of their products or services, and this is where you list the benefits. Do you save them time? Do you make them more money? Do you help them sleep better? What is it that you do? What's the value you bring? This comes out of the success That's right. section success. of the the brand script. Then the next section is the guide section. April, guess which section of the brand script this comes hmm, out of? Um, The guide section? Yes. This is the section of the website in which you introduce yourself as the brand or the person who can solve their problem. And you use empathy and authority. So you use statements like, we understand how tough it is to, you know, you're speaking to your customer's problem. And then you might have some testimonies or some statistics about how you've helped other people overcome those problems. 
Then the next section is the plan section. And surprise, surprise. <laughs> There's going to be three steps, most likely. <laughs> yes, could because this comes directly from your brand script where you talk about the plan. And this is just the part where you reveal the path the customer is going to take to do business with you and solve their problem. Then we have the explanatory paragraph. Now, the explanatory paragraph is really like a long form of your story, a little bit more of your brand script where you write things out and you're inviting your customers into that story. And this is also a great area where you can work on your SEO, your search engine optimization. It's just a longer paragraph that talks about what you offer, the problems you solve, your experience in the field that gives you authority, and your passion to help people live a better life. It's a way that people can do a little bit more research on you, right? They feel like if they've read a paragraph that they've done a little more research. And it's further down the website, so you're not having to confuse people early or making them read a ton early. It's further down, but you can get a little bit more into your story. Then we have two sections that we really consider optional on your website. One is the video section and one is the price section. So a video is just an opportunity to share a little bit more of your story, maybe use a testimony, a commercial, promotional ad, something like that. And then the price choices are if you have different prices for your product, right? <laughs> so if there's usually a small, medium, and large price or package there, this is where you would put your price choices. And then the last section is what we call the junk short. And it's really kind of where you put everything else. And a lot of it are things that people think are really important and want to put way up high, but really they're important enough that people are going to search for them. So things like employment or contact information or employment opportunities in your blog, right? Those are links down there that people are going to search for. So those are really the sections we recommend is the header, the stakes, the value proposition, the guide, the plan, the explanatory paragraph, video, price choices, and junk chore. You don't have to have all of these sections. These are just recommendations. There are different types of sections you can have on your website. You don't have to have them all, and they don't have to go in this order. That's okay. You can switch them up depending on what your website looks like, what you're selling. You might have price choices higher. You might have the plan higher. But for today, what we're really going to focus on is the header, because the header is the most important section on your website, the top section that everybody sees when they land on your page. So, Dr. JJ, I think that now everybody needs to know about the grunt test. Yes, I love the grunt test. So everyone, I need you to imagine that a caveman is coming to your website and when they're looking at your website, they need to, at the very top, be able to grunt out what it is you do, how it makes their life better, and what they should do to get it. So on your header of your website, the big text that you see at the top should likely say either what it is you do or how it makes life better. And that seems pretty simple, but most people do not do that on the header of their website. Because remember what we said at the beginning is people are coming to your website and giving you about two and a half seconds. So in two and a half seconds, you need to be able to articulate those three things. What do you do? How does it make my life better? And how do I get it? So the headline 
on your header, the main text that's bold and strong. A lot of people, they put their tagline there. They might put something like, just do it, or where's the beef? You know, some kind of tagline (laughs) that's right in there that they think is cute and clever. Here's my challenge for you today. Don't be cute and clever. Be clear. Say exactly what you do in that section. Business coaching that helps you grow your business or get a mattress that helps you sleep better. Like just be super clear that a caveman could grunt it back to you. Then in the subheader underneath that main headline, talk about how you make your customer's life better. What is the value that you bring? Pull from your success section on your brand script and talk about the things that you offer maybe that are even a little bit different than how your competitor does things, um, the value that you bring, this is an opportunity to really say, this is how we make your life better. And then one of the most important things is you need strong calls to action. 70% of small businesses do not have a call to action on the front page of their website. You need to have two two buttons on your header that are your direct call to action from your brand script. So this should be buy now, shop now, schedule an appointment, something in that space. And you want one button right underneath your main headline, right in the center of the page. Then you want your other button in the top right-hand corner. And there's a reason why you want a call to action in the top right-hand corner and in the middle. Our eyes scan a website in what is known as a Z formation, in the Z pattern, really. So your eyes in milliseconds start in the top left hand of the website, which usually is where the logo is. So that is kind of the most important thing. We know immediately we're on the right page. Then very quickly, your eyes dart across the top to the top right then come down diagonally to the bottom left and then go across the bottom back to the right. So really in a Z pattern. So why you want to have your logo in the top left is that's the first place people are looking so they know they're on the right website. Then what people really consider the most valuable piece of real estate on your website is that top right corner because that's the very next place that your eye goes. So you want a strong call to action button right there that it needs to stand out from the rest of your menu. A lot of people have up top, you know, home, about us, services, call us, and they're all kind of blended together. You need to have your call to action stand out. It needs to be a different color. It needs to be bigger because people need to know what they need to do in order to do business with you, how they get it. Then, because our eyes come back diagonally across the middle, you want another call to action right there under the main headline so that, again, we know very clearly what I'm supposed to do to get this product and service. And let's not forget that they've got to choose a really great image to go on the header. So this is something where you need to show smiley, happy, wonderful people using your product or service These are the heroes of the story. Show them, feature them, feature them multiple times, of course, on the website, but the header, they've got to be present. Yep. Your header should come out of your success bucket on your brand script. Show people enjoying life. Don't just put up a mountain or a beautiful lake unless you're selling mountains or lakes. (laughs) (laughs) 
or mountainous adventures, which my husband and I would love to come on. Yeah, that would be great. But if you're selling business courses and you're saying we're taking you to the top of the mountain, don't show a mountain. (laughs) Show people using your business course, smiling and enjoying it. People will see themselves in that story. So I talked with StoryBrand Certified Guide, Holly Fisher, and StoryBrand Certified Guides are the best marketers in the world and can help your business clarify its message using the StoryBrand framework, and then take that story and put it into all of your pieces of your sales funnel. So of course, website is something that our guides love talking about. And in our conversation, Holly unpacks how Most businesses' websites have too many pages, and they're overwhelming their customers with information. And she also talks about how so many of them do not have a clear calls to action. You'll also love to hear that her clients saw amazing results once Holly was able to simplify their website. So here's my conversation with Holly Fisher. Sure. I'm so glad you could join us for the podcast today. Hi, April. I'm excited to be here. All right. So we are talking about websites, which is something almost every business and organization out there needs in their life. Uh, Yes. Yeah. It's not 1995. So you're going to need a website these days. (laughs) That's exactly right. And you have a specific client that you recently did a website for. One to one plus. One-to-one plus. Tell us what one-to-one plus does and and then what you did for them on their website. Yeah, absolutely. So they are a software company in South Carolina and their clients are school districts. So they work with school technology directors to provide software that helps them manage all of the devices and help tickets that the students and staff need at the school. So they've kind of put it all together. So they have a super easy way to manage this process. So in working with them, um, their website was very interesting. They had a lot of pages, like a lot of pages. (laughs) Like how many pages? Like quantify this for us. There are about 17 different pages on their website. And they were doing what a lot of software companies do, which is talking all about the features of the software, right? All of the kind of bells and whistles, how it works, all of the things that it can do. And so what I suggested was, all right, let's take a look at your website. It feels very overwhelming. And instead, let's shift the messaging so that's really focused on the problem that these customers are having, trying to piecemeal together, you know, spreadsheets and paper forms, and talk about how you have an actual software solution specifically designed for their needs. So what I'm hearing you say, and all of our listeners out there need to think about this. When somebody is coming to your website, it is not your job to over-educate and give them so much information that they go, um... I'm not sure if this is what I need or not. What they really need is language that they would use to describe their own problem. And like you're saying, Holly, right now, the problem is I've got a piecemeal situation with my solutions and I'm putting things together that it's not really working for me. And they need one solution to their problem. So if you're out there 
Look at your own website. Are you overwhelming people with things they don't need to know? If you are, they are going to most likely immediately tune you out because it's not information that they need to survive and thrive. What they need is to solve their immediate problems. And so get in there, clean up your website, and figure out how to position your product or service to help your customer win the day. And then it will be a no-brainer for them to get on the phone with you. Exactly. And a lot of software companies are like this. They really just need people to book a demo or schedule a call with them. So in for this particular um, client I was working with, they didn't they weren't selling the software on the website. So it wasn't like they needed to tell people a lot of details so they could go ahead and make the purchase. They just wanted people to schedule a demo so they could see how it would work for them. Got it. So you really switched the messaging to be less informational about what the product and the software does. And you said, I think I heard you say, you made it more problem focused uh, on this piecemeal um, solution that they've been trying to throw together, but hasn't been working for them. And so once you did that, what happened? Oh gosh, it was, it, well, it was funny at first because the company owner was, a, he was a little nervous when I said we were going to strip the website down oh, yes. four pages. He, I think he had a little bit of heart palpitations there at first, but he, he believed in the process. He trusted the process. And so we trimmed down the website, we changed up the messaging and they have had an amazing year. Um, they usually get about 30 new school district customers every year. And just in the first quarter of 2021, they already had 42 new customers. Oh my goodness. So in three months, they had 42 customers, which is 12 more than they had in the previous year. That is incredible. Holly, what's next for this client? We've already started working with them on email campaigns. Uh, We'd set up a lead generator for their website. Now they're looking at doing some webinars as lead generators. But remembering in all of our communication, we're talking about the problem and how they can really help their customers. It sounds like a perfect plan. I love that you have long-term partnerships with your clients and that you are obsessed with their success. That's really what sets our story brand certified guides apart from other marketers. So thank you for joining us today, Holly, and best of luck to you and your client one to one plus. Thanks, April. I love hearing stories like that where companies clarify their message and see immediate results. If you are needing help trying to figure out how to create a clear and compelling website, you can hire a StoryBrand certified guide like Holly Fisher. Just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. Well, Hero Makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, which is just a practical step from today's conversation that you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. Today, you'll be crafting the header of your website and adding it to your Marketing Made Simple sales funnel plan. 
The Marketing Made Simple Sales Funnel Plan is the tool to keep track of your sales funnel you're creating for your business. So if you haven't downloaded yours yet, go to marketingmadesimple.com and click Download the Sales Funnel Plan and start yours now. Here's what you're going to do for your header. I want you to write out a headline, the bold text that's going to go right in the middle of your header. And I want it to explain what you do. What is it that you offer your customers? What can they buy from you? And I want it to be so clear that a caveman could grunt it back to you. Then I want you to create a subheadline that talks about the value that your product or service brings to your customer's life. Talk about the benefits that they are going to experience after buying your product or service. And then I want you to create a clear call to action. You can get all of this language off of your brand script, but I want those three things in your header, and I don't want anything else. I don't want you to add more language. I don't want you to try to be cute. I don't want you to try to be clever. I want you to be clear, because clarity is going to win the day. Your website should be a money-making machine, and if it's not, I want you to look at it and start reworking it slowly. Start with the header, create the language you need, then maybe let that work for a little bit, and then create your stake section, then create your value proposition section, then create your plan and your guide and your explanatory paragraph. Build it slowly. This doesn't have to be overwhelming and it doesn't have to cost you a fortune. Words are powerful. And the words you have on your website are going to invite customers into a beautiful story. But be intentional about it. Be clear. You have the tools. You have the ability. You are a hero maker. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thanks so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. Can't wait to see you next week. Hey, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Go.